Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The game on K-Man, the game after work. Mitch Fortner, David G, Owen Burke, no Troy today. He'll be back tomorrow. Also be delivering some Manhattan High Wrestling updates starting at 11 a.m. tomorrow in regional action down at uh, Wichita North High School. Whoa! The Aces? No, that's East. They don't have a mascot, Well, they did change. Now I'm forgetting what they changed it to because it used to be, I believe, the Redskins. I see. Or something like that. And then they changed it. What's the one that doesn't have a a mascot at all? There's a a, uh, Wichita school that doesn't have one. So Wichita North didn't have a mascot for like three or four years. Mm. And I remember Manhattan played them, I think, like back-to-back years in the playoffs. Yeah. They're the Red Hawks now. Red Hawks, thank you. Uh, Red, ooh, that's a tough name. But they also haven't won a game in a long time. Are you talking football? Yeah. Yeah, no, very long time. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know about, I guess, that. I do remember the one story I wrote for my for the Derby Informer back in the day. It was a first-round playoff <laughs> matchup. Derby versus the 0-9 uh, Wichita North. I think that was one of the years they didn't have a mascot. Oof. So, yeah, nice... Uh, I don't even remember how long that story was, but it was uh, not a close game. Oh, harken back to the days of uh, Barry Sanders, right? He was a North guy. I think he was. No, I think so. Wichita North. I think you're right. Came up to Manhattan. I don't have a computer to check that or anything, so. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. He came up to Manhattan and smoked the Indians. That's what I was told. From 2019 through the 2023 season, Wichita North has won one game. Yeah, that's that's rough. It's been rough for them for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think they were the the Indians before. But yes, yeah. Barry Sanders, Wichita North kid. You yeah. were correct. Okay, there you go. Uh huh. Came up to Bishop Stadium and had a day. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can only imagine what it's like having a long day of algebra two and then be like, hey, by the way, you got to tackle Barry Sanders tonight. Yeah, like, oh <laughs> wait, what? Coming up uh, about 5.30, we'll do another game of KSU versus TCU. Mm-hmm. That'll be your chance, as in you listening right now, to call in at 5.30 to win a pair of tickets to K-State Men against TCU. That tips off at 11 a.m. on Saturday with pregame coverage here on K-Man beginning at 10 a.m. Uh, speaking of basketball, the K-State women, a really rough loss last night to Iowa State in double overtime, 96-93. It was the return of a, a uh, Aoka Lee. 
She finished with 20 points, seven blocks, six rebounds. One assist, just for good measures. She had a really tough start from the field. I believe she started one of eight, and she finished eight of 21. Rough night from the field for Yoki. But, man, was she, I mean, just a battle with this gal named Audie Crooks, who's a freshman from Iowa. Man, I mean, that that was the definition of banging bodies Mm -hmm. because they were competing Mm -hmm. downstairs one-on-one last night. It was pretty entertaining. That Crooks gal, she was knocking down the shots uh, in the overtimes, and she finished with 20 points, nine rebounds, only one block. She's not there yet. Yeah. but uh, that makes me very interested to see how round number two starts out. Ask Lindsay, my girlfriend, because she sat through me just yelling at the TV because I was so I'm so invested in this team. It's like it's like the only time I'm a fan because I I don't even with the men last year and the run they made and the frustrations of just grinding through those NCAA tournament games not even close to how I've been with the K-State women because, you know, last night kind of had a bit of everything from K-State maybe not making some great decisions to missing some tough shots, maybe not making the right shots, the right ideas on the shots, to the referees, questionable calls. You know, there was one play, and somebody actually put it on Twitter of Gabby Gregory was trying to go baseline in that double overtime, and I think it was in the final minute. She's running baseline, and Crooks, big gal, body checks her. Bodies her, yeah. The official says, nope, Gabby stepped out of bounds. I mean, you could clearly tell just by watching the replay. I mean, I watching it live, you could tell from the regular camera angle. Gabby wasn't even close right. to stepping out of bounds. Right, and if she did, it was because she got body checked out of bounds. Yeah, and the referee was right, right there. there. It's crazy. I mean, it is absolutely maddening, and we're seeing coaches getting tossed left and right on the men's side. I will. I think the officiating women's college basketball is worse than the men's side, Ooh. which is hard to do. <laughs> you hard watch to a couple of the K State men's games, and you're like, "How are we worse than this?" But we're getting there. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, boy, it, it it hasn't been a good last couple of months for coaches versus officials. No, it hasn't, and it's like it's looked down upon to like yell at the refs. You know what I mean? Like, set the example. At some point, though, you got to give these guys the business. This is a big. This is a thing. This is a you know. This is the big boys out here. I'm tired of. I, I hate when fans put that kind of pressure on a coach that they're like you shouldn't yell at the refs because it's a bad look a coach is paid to give a ref when they make a bad call to give them the business that that's part of coaching you stay out of it. Well, it feels like like football coaches chew out officials just as much as basketball coaches. You've obviously like- never been on the sideline before. Because you can't – in basketball, it's so easy to hear. But in football, you've never been on a sideline if you're like, oh, he's really talking to the – like, they talk to the ref from kickoff until they leave. They're talking to him, man. Yeah, I agree. I've never enjoyed fans poking in there and be like, you shouldn't yell at the refs because guess what? 
Those games that are decided by bad calls down the stretch or whatnot, guess who's on Twitter afterwards saying, why does this guy still have a job with us? We can't finish a game. We can't close out a game. Hey, well, if he's not yelling at the right, you know, you can't have it both ways. No. Well, no. And like at the high school level, completely different story. Th- those people are not being paid enough. There is a shortage of referees. Agreed, yeah. I mean, listen, I- I've seen it myself where th- the parents of these players are outrageous. Oh Most God. likely don't know the rules. Yeah. And they're letting the referees have it. I mean, there was the other night. I mean, or not the other night. This was in January where a couple of fans were thrown out of the game because they were getting after the referees. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm like, sorry to interrupt no, you, good. but I I did a little bit of, I worked for Manhattan Parks and Rec. And um, during the summer, we it was a 10 and under tournament. And this kid's like 15 years old behind the plate. And this guy is going out to argue balls and strikes, you know? And I go, first of all, I don't know if you know this, um, but in, like, you can't come out here. Like, it says in the rule book, you're not allowed to come out here. And he's like, but he's got his strikes on. It doesn't matter. You're not supposed to come out here. Secondly, you know, this isn't the big leagues. (laughs) You know? This isn't the bigs. And in third in the bigs, they run you for call for arguing balls and strikes. They give you two or three seconds, and then they're like, "Bye." That's in the bigs, dude. That is in the major leagues, and you're out here ten and under arguing balls and strikes. Get out of here! Yeah, fans and parents yelling at refs—totally different story. For Shouldn't sure. happen, especially not at the high school level. Coaches again are paid to defend their players when there's a bad call, especially a technical or you know. When you're tossing a player out of the game, definitely at that point, right? You're taking away this guy's minutes, his chance to be on the court. Coaches are supposed to lobby and fight for their guys at that point. Mm -hmm. Never, I don't think, should a fan or a parent especially be getting after refs, especially at the high school level, because I agree 100%, Mitch. Underpaid, undervalued, and there's just not enough of them because of parents like this. So, can't happen. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. like it. Not at all, especially 10U. What are we talking about? I mean, that is I, – I mean, I played baseball when I was a kid, and I remember as a player getting upset with an oh, umpire yeah, about yeah. their strike zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I once that. pointed my bat um, at the plate. Yeah. And I was like, you're telling me that ball crossed oh, the, the corner? They love like, that. They The, the umpire so, really like that. I remember being so – I was like – I was 12. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I was mm-hmm. so hot one time about <laughs> a, a particular – because I was also a pitcher at the time. And there was this one umpire. I was like – I was so upset with the strike zone. Um, and and then I went up to bat, and I wasn't getting the same strike zone. Ooh. I knew I wasn't getting the same strike zone. 
And so I, I felt there was a, ven, you know, it was get, this this ump was getting some revenge on me. And I'm like, I'm 12 years old. Yeah, see, I'm okay with that. You want to, the players go at him? You know, if you have a nine-year-old scream at that ump, I'm like. Actually, it's kind of funny. Right? Yeah, he it's, must, it's He must funny, have not, mo- like, mowed his lawn good. You know, <laughs> yeah. he was like, I'm okay. oh, that's that kid right there. I didn't weedy. That was the issue. Oh, yeah, there it no. is. There it is. Come on, Mitch. He didn't line it up. I'm going to line him up tonight. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Oh, my God. Maybe gotcha. I didn't get tipped next week. And yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, fantastic. Great. I love that. Vicious cycle. Yeah, man. I, I just – That yeah. call last night, that non-call, and then the baseline, that was – the, wow. the, Well, it was the baseline call, and then, you know, I, again, I hate to be the, the person that's like, oh, the officials, you know, it's oh, put it all on them. I used to be that fan. Like, For sure. You know, when 2010 Cats couldn't get the victory in Norman, Oklahoma, all oh, the referees, you know, it's all that business. <laughs> but, you know, and I kind of agreed with – K-State couldn't get the call on one end as they did call, get called for a ticky-tack. And, you know, I'm, and I'm also kind of a fan of, like, swallowing the whistles a little bit when yeah. you're – it's it's crunch time. It's overtime. It's a one point game. I remember one of the Glens was called for like a body foul, just kind of playing some tough defense. And I'm like, it's ten seconds left in a one point game. Like, and it wasn't really much. Are we going to be calling those really and not getting the same call on the other? It just it was pretty maddening. It really is. But I'll say it again. I think the women's basketball side of the officiating to me is is worse. Oof. We need John Higgins back. We may need John Higgins back. Come back, please. But, you know, like Bill Self getting tossed the other night, maybe he had it coming. When Scott Drew got tossed, and he really wasn't doing anything, it's just like, that, that's soft. Yeah. It's soft. Yeah. It's a tough job. It's a tough job. It, it is. And, I wish know, I was getting their pay. I, you know, I would do it. I would love to be an official. Really would. Kind of a, it seems like a, kind of a sweet gig. All it, the travel and all the pay. It does seem like a sweet work two hours a night. That's what like yelled at Troy. I can handle it. Troy really opened my eyes to the idea. Like we talked about that ref that worked seven games in seven days. Yeah, that's crazy. That that's that's wild. Um, somebody should somebody should be overseeing this and like, hey, uh, no, I you know I I don't think KU is getting the calls they usually get anymore. I, I think that is actually a true change. I, I haven't noticed it as much anymore. As a matter of fact, going back to the Sunflower Showdown we had here in here in OMHK at the Octagon of Doom, uh, his la- I forget his first name, but his last name's Padilla, and everybody hates him. But he, and he was refing that game, and I definitely thought we were getting some home calls for sure. for sure that game. There was a moment, though, where – and I saw the replay, and it was when um, – maybe I've shared this story, but it was Juan Harris – who went to block Tyler Perry's three. I don't know if this was in overtime. I don't remember. I think it was. And TB had a block from behind, and they called the foul. And I saw the f- replay. It, did look, it looked pretty clean to me. And Bill Self saw it as well. Goes up to old Padilla, and he says, you really blanked this one up. You blanked it up. <laughs> you blanked it up. Way to go. And I was like, here comes. There's a makeup coming. And it never came. I was like, yeah. Wow. Okay. 
have things changed? Is this is a little different now. Mm-hmm. You know, probably about anywhere between the hundreds and thousands more of those, and we might be even in the Bill Self era. Absolutely. But... Cole Aldrich never fouled out of a game in his career. <laughs> that, that's the one where I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's fair. We're really doing that business? When it comes to being a public address announcer, you may think the coolest part of it is like saying good for a Wildcat or 4-3 and all that. In basketball, it's about seeing all the road coaches come in and how they how they work the officials. That, to me, is the fun part about it. Is it not yeah. when road coaches walk and stand right in front of you? That's not the fun part? <laughs> Bill <laughs> Self is the best at not doing that. It's true. Yeah, he has been he on the bench a lot. He sits it's down a quite a bit. Yeah, the, the, worst, the worst is po- Porter Mosier yep. um, for the Big 12 guys. Porter Mosier is up there. Oh, so I remember when uh, UConn women came into town. Gino did a great job of, like, like we're buds. Hey, me and Gino. Just, <laughs> Gino Ariema uh, did a pretty good job. And I, I remember that not being in the way. Of course, his team took care of business. Not yeah. too much to coach. <laughs> He's probably not Unfortunately, that night, in K-State was an NCAA tournament team that year. They were just that good. They won the national championship. They were good. One of their – That girl, the Maya Moore, was that the year that she played for? Um – I, I don't They remember. always have a forward that just don't. Well, I mean, just WNBA players. For sure. Over. Um, Mike Boynton is super respectful. I see why, because we had Robert Allen on before the home game, and he mentioned that even though Mike Boynton isn't, hasn't been really successful, Oklahoma State fans love him. Yeah. And I get that. Like, seeing the way he interacts, like, he is the only coach to this day that I have interacted with with PA announcing in basketball, that gave the the scores table fist bumps. Everybody. That's nice. I was like, he's the only one. And then he had an assistant. One of his assistants came up and shook our hands and says, thank you for everything you do. I was like, I mean, I'm not exactly serving the country, but I appreciate the, yeah, you were the like, kind gesture. Yeah. You know, you not a first responder chest. or anything, but uh-huh. I was like, oh, I was like, that was really nice. Yes. Dude, I like that Porter Moser called you out. That's my favorite story. The streak ended this year, though. That was two years in a row. Man. He thought I had said something, made a substitution because of fouls. He, he messed up. They, uh, he me- he's, did he mess it up? He messed it up. No, they messed it up. They just, you know, they made the mistake. and made. But here's the deal. This, this next time around with Oklahoma in town, unfortunately we lost that game, he checked multiple times with his assistants. He goes over and looks and says, did we make our free throws? Is this person in the game? It's like he he lo- he, he would lose track. And I like Porter Mosier. Yeah. I, I've had multiple conversations with him at Big 12 Media Days. Super fun guy. But it was just amazing to watch him just lose track of what was going on. And that was really surprising to me because he's a successful coach. Right, right. He, I mean, he's won a ton of games. And went to he, a Final Four with Final Four. Loyola Chicago. <sighs> um, I just like that he was like, no, it was him. He messed it up. That's good. Let's take a break. Love telling these kind of stories. Yeah. Give it a little behind. The, it's not even really behind the scenes. Just. It is, though. And we like that, too. We, But I want the dirt. Mitch, mm-hmm. coming up next, Mitch tells us his least favorite K-State coach. <laughs> also, we're giving away tickets to go see K-State. Take on TCU. It's KSU or TCU coming up. Uh, here's here's a bit of a shocker. Who has actually been a pretty cool 
coach to interact with? Kim Mulkey, of all people. Really? Kim Mulkey has actually been quite generous. Very surprising. Outside of uh, public address announcers, it doesn't appear she's too generous to a whole lot of folks. No, she seems kind of mean, but oh, man, you got to tell us a Kim Mulkey story. I don't really have – she's – I can't remember if she was the first, but she's one of many that have said, you sound like Kevin Harlan. Really? And you're like – I've had that. You would be shocked how many times I've heard that. Yeah. Kevin Harlan. When you said it, I was like, I don't even know. And then I listened to Kevin Harlan do three things, and I was like, that sounds like Mitch, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's weird. That's how us around here operate. We listen yeah. to Kevin Harlan, we're like, oh, this guy sounds, sounds like Mitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, boys, what do you say? Uh, I do want to get to uh, K-State win total. Uh, we Dude. totally didn't even get to it. But uh, maybe after we give away some tickets, we can get to it. Okay. Coming up next, I want to give away tickets to K-State men's basketball hosting TCU Saturday at 11 a.m. When we come back, let's play KSU versus TCU. And to help out Owen, if you want a tickets, call right now. First caller that Owen picks up and talks to is going to be our contestant. For KSU versus TCU, the phone number is 785-537-1350. Again, 785-537-1350. First contestant to call in. Gets a shot of winning two tickets to the Cats and Frogs on Saturday. Let's take a break. You're listening to the game. We're back on the game on K-Man. Mitch Fortner, David G, Owen Burke. Owen Burke got us... Uh, got us a contestant Ooh. for KSU versus TCU. It is Jared from St. George. Let's say hi to Jared. What's going on, Jared? Uh, just on the evening commute. Excited to be on the on the line with you all. Well, it's good to hear from you. Let's go, from Jared. St. George, when's the last time you were you uh, you sped by that school? Because I know they re- <laughs> they really take that speed limit seriously. For any local resident, it only happens one time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I know they take it serious down there. Boy, you get rocked over there. Because I remember uh, my, my grandparents' house is kind of in that area, and we would do a lot of yard work with my dad, and we would take the trailer out there to go to that, uh, I don't know if you call it like a, it's not a landfill, but it's like where that dock is, you burn can get pot. to the, yeah, the burn pot. Yeah. So take all the, the waste out there. And to get into town, you got to make sure you're going uh, 20 miles per hour. What it is by that school, there's going to be something that'll catch you. I put it in neutral, and I just push the car. You know what I'm saying? I go, I don't want no problems. No here. chances. I don't want no problems with you guys. Jared, uh, before we play, I want to get to know you a little bit. What was your first concert? My first concert uh, was at the Kansas State Fair uh, in approximately – uh, 2001 and Rascal Flats was headlining. Ooh, good. That's, that's a, great, a great, great show. That's a great first show. That's uh, good. If, if that's that was good. my first concert, I would make something up. No, no. Come on. That was good. <laughs> 2001 Rascal Mitch, Flats? This is before they hit it big yeah. uh, and they could oh. uh, still sing on key without auto <laughs> There we go. <laughs> that, that, that's, uh, that's a good answer, Jared. Jared, when you eat a cheeseburger, do you take a bite and sit it down on its back, as in the top, or do you sit it down on the bottom bun? Well, 
Since I'm uh, not a serial killer, I, of course, sit it down on its bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jared. Jared, you just won the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that simple. What's your favorite candy? Uh, nutrageous. It's the love child of a Snickers and a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Say that again. What's it called? The Nutrageous. You never had one. Of I've those? never heard of that in my I, life. The re, those ones, and then the like the Reese's Fast Breaks, like the newer ones are coming out with now. The game has changed, baby. Those Nutrageous thing, it's whoa boy. Looks like I got something to try on the way. Oh home. my god, they're good. All right, Jared. Final question for you as we get to know you a little bit. What was the uh, What's your favorite K-State game you've ever attended in person? Oh, I was two rows up in the student section when we broke the streak in Bramlage, so it's not close. Uh, I will give you an honorable mention, which was the O2 game. My first K-State experience was the O2 USC game. uh, Oh, wow, okay. I was at neither of those games, but I wish I was. (laughs) Um, I've watched both of them back many times on YouTube. All right, Jared, I don't know if you know how this game works, but we're going to play KSU versus TCU. It's very simple. I'm going to ask you three questions. You only need to get two right. It's 50-50. It's either KSU or TCU. Simple enough. You ready to play? I like it. All right. And again, this is for two tickets to see the Cats and TCU Saturday in Bramwich Coliseum on us. All right, first question. We'll start with a basketball question. Which program has the most regular season conference championships in their entire history? KSU or TCU? I'm going to go I'm going to go KSU. Hmm. What do you think, Deej? You Dude. think that's right? Okay. So, like, okay, K-State has been good, especially in the past. TCU played in, I thought, like a whack conference for for many years. They played some crappy conferences. But they haven't been that good at basketball either. So, I don't know. I'm going to roll with the listener. K-State has 19 all-time. TCU has uh, 11. Yeah. Set us up, huh? You know what? They probably won the conference USA. You know what I mean? The conference title back in the day. They probably Used to be in the Mountain in. West. And uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, Jared, you got one question down. You need just one more to win the tickets. Let, let's uh, let's step it up a notch here. What? That was hard. Let's go to football. Now, Jared, if you know anything about uh, the history of these two universities, they uh, they both have had a legendary running back. So the question is, which running back had the most yards from scrimmage in their college career? We're talking rushing and receiving combined. Who had the most yards from scrimmage in their college career? Darren Sproles of K-State or LaDainian Tomlinson of TCU? Uh, I'm going to go... I don't feel good about this. I felt good about the last one. I don't feel good about this, but I'm going to go LT. LT. What do you think, Deej? First of all, we love our Darren Sproles. All K, all real K-State fans, like, you never want to not guess Darren Sproles in a trivia question, right? But LT, if you have to, it's got to be that guy. He pi- I mean, piled up a bazillion yards. Jared, you are... 
Incorrect. Wow. Darren Sproles wow. had 5,588 um, yards from scrimmage. LaDainian and Tomlinson, 5,501. Oh, my God. It was actually pretty close. <laughs> oh 79 yards. Oh, my God. Huh? Wow. Dude, that's crazy. Look, relook that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, you got one more chance here. You're one for you're one for two. You need two questions right. We go back to basketball. This is your final chance, or Deej gets the tickets. Yes. All right, your final question is a basketball question. You may have noticed this, um, you know, ever since TCU joined the Big Twelve, Jared, that K State and TCU have actually played quite a few times against each other in the Big 12 tournament. As a matter of fact, it's a total of six times the Cats and TCU have locked up in the Big 12 tournament. Your question is, who has more wins? K-State, or excuse me, KSU, or TCU? Uh, Let's see. Can I? Yes. Let's go with... I'm going to go with KSU. Hmm. He thought about there for a second, Deej. I do. Yeah, because this guy, he's, he's smart. He knows that they have, they've got us a couple times, but we've got them. Was that enough time to Google? No. no. I didn't think so either. Cerebral. I think this is a legit. This is a gut feeling yeah. from a true Case 8 fan. Jared, for the tickets. On your final guess of the game. And the honor. Come on. You yeah! are correct. Uh, I have the music here. Hold on just a second uh, here. Oh, uh, boy. Here we go. I have lost the music. Somebody deleted it. No, uh, they didn't. It's right here. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you the answer here, Jared. K-State has won four times, TCU twice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Jared, how does it feel to be a winner today? You know... Mitch, after that second question, which because of only 77 yards of difference, I should I feel like should be thrown out. I was feeling nervous, but now I feel great. <laughs> Jared, what was the last concert you went to? Uh, last concert I went to was New Kids on the Block, Boys to Men at Sprint Center. Wow. What oh, a co- How long ago was that? Men? It was... It was incredible. I was there to see Boys to Men, and they were just as good as they were in their prime. Yeah. Uh, my my wife was there for New Kids on the Block, and uh, it was it was amazing. And it was one of those like kind of reunion tours. I guess they've been doing that lately, like older acts getting back together. Was how it. was New Kids? Were they any good? They were fine. Yeah. 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 The 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 middle aged moms were uh, living their best lives. Oh, you're like okay, okay. We're we're here for boys to men. Okay, let them do their thing, whatever. But everybody's here for boys to men. You know, just recently, Jared. I don't know if you heard about this concert. I think it was just last year that it was New Kids on the Block, I believe, with In Vogue, Salt and Peppa, and maybe somebody else like Rick Astley or something. I don't remember, <laughs> but that that I thought that would have been a sick show. Well, Jared, you are a winner, and like Boys to Men said. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> well, we now we're, we're going to say toodaloo, but hang on the hang on the line. Owen's going to pick up in just a second and get your information. Owen, you are a, you are, oh, not Owen. Jared, you are a treat today. Yes, you are an absolute treat. You, you you answered every question we asked. You did a great job. 
You missed one, but you got redemption and got the third. You're going to the K-State TCU game. Congratulations, and thanks for calling in. Thanks for having the show. Appreciate it, Mitch. That's Jared from St. George who does not speed. No, he doesn't. He knows better than that. You come around that corner hot, and that's when they get you. And he, But he knows. He's a St. George guy. And a lot of friendly folks over in St. George, Mitch. And you've... You've been one to. Uh, I've met a few. You've you've belittled some St. George people here, but uh, like off the air, you've kind of said some stuff about the community of St. George. That, oh yeah, uh, I guess can't stand that they you know, pay less in property tax. I think. Yeah, and they have a burn pile. A burn pile. They have a really like a, a pretty neat close little, to the river. Yeah, and, they have a neat little pizza place that you should probably check out too. <laughs> I don't want to give everybody free advertising, but still pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard you say some disparaging things about the people of St. George. and <laughs> I'm just glad somebody could come through from St. George. Congratulations again from Jared or to Jared from uh, from St. George. We are definitely going to do this again. Yeah. Uh, we started doing it with the KU tickets. We're going to definitely play more trivia with more tickets to give away because I think KC still has three more home games left. And yeah. I have I have four tickets to every one of those games to give away. So right stay tuned uh, at another show. We'll have more tickets to give away. Let's take a break. Uh, boy, we may have to do the K-State football win total over-under for another show because I do want to talk a little K-State baseball. Um, they start their season tomorrow. Um, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> that's just what we have. We just don't have the time. Like, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's, that's going to be a lengthy conversation to talk about that win over-under that Vegas has set. It's a very interesting one. It is. You want to bite on the over, but you're like, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so we'll leave that in another day. When we come back, I do want to talk K-State baseball after these words. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Now, now, now I'm pumped up. I think it's one of the best themes in AEW right now. I agree, 100%. Kenny Omega. Pre- the presentation of it has always been on point. Kenny too. by God Omega. <laughs> the five-star bout machine himself. The five-star bout machine himself. Kenny Omega. The cleaner. Does he have the Does he have the record for the most five-star matches? I believe so, if I'm correct, yes. I know that he has more five-star matches than WWE does as a company. His name's The Cleaner? That is one of his gimmicks, yes. Oh, my God. Hey, Boy. I'm the laundry folder. No, it was actually hilarious because he would. it was his heel gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. And he would literally be sweeping a broom on the way down. Unbelievable. Sweeping and up he got over. Like it's, he's a fantastic wrestler. He is one of the best in-ring wrestlers I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I did want to talk a little baseball. As earlier today, we found out the the uh, weekend rotation. I was just dying to know how that would shape out because, I mean, Coach Hughes is very high on this team, like we all are, and is preaching about the depth of this team. And I think that's where my question lies: is like how truly deep will be this pitching staff. It just wasn't deep enough last year um, to make the run they needed. It just kind of ran out of arms there at the Big 12 tournament. And uh, no surprise, Owen Borma will be your Friday night guy against Cal uh, with the 7 o'clock first pitch pregame 6.30. That'll be online only here on K-Man, News Radio, K-Man.com. as why Manhattan Hoops on air. And... Um, Ty Rule will be the starter on Saturday hmm. against Boston College. And then Sunday against Georgetown will be a newcomer. And it's already interesting. Ty Rule will get the start Saturday. He, he 
started just he's only started twice in his career. He's been a bullpen guy. Um, you know, this is the the coaching staff, you know, believing in his starting ability to go get five innings. Jacob Frost is the name of the Sunday guy, another lefty, and I like that, having a couple of lefties available to start on the weekend. 6'2 junior from St. Louis, Missouri, but he's from Wabash Valley College. Mm. I don't know where Wabash Valley College is. I like it, But though. I'm doing a quick goog because I have the mouse in my hand. That is in Mount Carmel, Illinois. I like him. I don't even know him. Already like him, him, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about him, and then we'll see if you really like him. Pitched a couple of years uh, at the JUCO level and made two consecutive runs to the JUCO World Series. Ooh. 21 starts, played in 37. He made 37 appearances, went 13-4. and four. A couple of saves in there. An ERA, a career ERA of 379. He has pitched 123 and one-third innings, and he has 160 strikeouts Dang. in those innings. Owen, I know you're a baseball guy. Do you like what you hear? Yeah, I'm very interested, and I'm very excited because that just so happens to be the game that I'll be sitting here for on Sunday. So, I don't know, honestly, a whole lot about him other than those numbers I just read to you. I remember when he committed, um, but just what was on his bio. So I don't know what to uh, what we're in store yet with his arm. I don't know where his uh, numbers are at or how many pitches he has, what he's going to mix up in, his, uh, in the at-bats he faces. I'll bring you the live scouting report next week. After Sunday, Sweet. I'll be here on Sunday. I'm gonna be fully locked into that game. So. Right on. That, so that's three guys, right? You said their pitching is there's more depth there. Are we talking about like um, middle relievers and stuff? Yeah, like we're a- talking bullpen. Like because Pete Hughes, and this is one of the you know I thought it was an important quote to take away from his media day last week is that they feel like they have enough guys they can go to to match up with righties or lefties. Mm. So if they want to make a change based on who's coming up next to the plate, which side of the plate they're swinging from, they feel comfortable that, that they can go now in that direction. Oh, that's good. Don't know necessarily that was always the option last year. I can tell you it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Always the option last year. Yeah, you're just going to have to get you have to get the out here on it. Yeah, that's really nice that you know the chess game that can be sports that's really nice k-state's got the arms to do that yeah i'm curious um they must have a lot of that middle reliever depth to have the because the confidence to put tyrule in the starting rotation is not only a note to him but also that that middle of the that middle of the bullpen can live without him being the fall guy there because usually you get to those middle innings we're looking for guy to eat some up to get to tyson tyrule's that guy so i'm very curious to see how the middle of that rot- or middle bullpen looks All right, so uh, once again, it starts Friday. A new season of K-State baseball with the Cats ranked in the top 25, Cats and Cal. Uh, Playing Friday, first pitch at 7 o'clock, pregame at 6.30. Again, online only at newsradiokman.com. The game will also be televised on the MLB Network. We take a break, and we'll wrap up with Ask Us Anything after these words. 1350 KMAN. Breaking news today's birthdays. Uh, Christopher McDonald, uh, best no- an actor best known for his portrayal as Shooter McGavin. <laughs> hey, shooter! 
Uh, he's one of my favorite all-time movie villains ever. I think he's so funny. And uh, hi, Grandma. <laughs> um, so for, uh, for asking K Rocker and today, ask us anything. Who's your favorite movie villain? Who do you love to hate? Like movies overall, not just sports. Sports movies, uh, dramas, whatever you want. Some of you were like, that guy's awesome. Or are you just like, you know, man, he's so evil, he's cool? I mean, I think sports movies have the best heels. Oh, they do. I mean, so my favorite movie heel of all time is White Goodman from Dodgeball. Oh. Ben Stiller. Nobody about? makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> so ridiculous. What do you guys really well, freaking naughty? Oh, my God. I, well, my That's favorite scene is, is three seconds. It's when they show up at the actual tournament yeah. in Vegas and White's leaving and there's somebody with nachos or whatever in their hands and he just slaps it out of the hands and goes, what the hell? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a great pick. I like that when he, the one more quote from that, when he goes, when she, when she goes, I'm off the clock and he's like, well, good for you and with the clock. Dude, what are you talking about? I love that. Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid, not too far behind. Oh, yeah. um, oh. I, remember, I remember hating um, the Iceland coach from uh, Mighty Ducks 2. Dude, Grant. that guy, man. That like dude that hmm, needs to take it. Seems like a real jerk. I know, yeah. like for real life, dude. Um, man, there's definitely a couple that come to mind. The kid in me wants to say Darth Vader. Just, yeah. Right? I mean, I grew up. Revenge of the Sith is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Up. Adult me, Calvin Candy from uh, Django Unchained. Great bad guy. Oh, Some good. Man. That's that's probably my favorite movie of all time. Oh, I love Django man. Unchained. And then another one. I just had one that came to my head. Um, from Rocky. Russian boxer, white. Oh, oh Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just break you. talk about a guy that just fits the look of it, too. Uh-huh. Like, you could, before you even said a word, you're like, I hate this guy. This guy is terrifying. This dude represents uh, Russia as a uh, 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 communist, uh, and I hate him. Yep. And then he had like a super weirdly hot giant girlfriend, and that yep. was weird, too. I super like weird. Hate and him. I could keep going on and on about. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, Movie villains, dude. I'm trying. It's I, I could go sports villains all day, uh, but I forget his name from Caddyshack, the judge. I don't remember his oh, name, but the judge from Caddyshack. <laughs> well, yeah. we're waiting. What a just a <laughs> uptight turd. That guy. <laughs> Movie clips ever. Bud Kilmer. Bud Kilmer. Oh, my God. I hated that guy. I still that hate dude, him. Dude, for real. I think he, John Voight is him, I'm pretty sure. All right, we got to bounce. Uh, I'm not here tomorrow. I'm actually heading to Manhattan, or I'm uh, Washburn Rural High School for hoops. Um, so the boys will take over tomorrow, but I'll try to get some Mitch Palm squeezed in there. For Owen Deach, I'm Mitch. Go Cats.